You're listening to The Jay Barker Show on Tide 100.9 in Tuscaloosa. Important than what you do. The only way that you're going to have any kind of success in your life, you have to buy into a process of what it takes to reach a goal. How can I be the best I can be at what I do? How much of your time was spent and how much was it invested in your goal? Can't do it unless you can overcome adversity because that's what makes great things great is the things that you had to overcome to accomplish them. We have about five choices in our life, and everybody has a choice as to what they want to do and how they want to do that. But if you're going to be excellent or elite, you got to do special things. You have to have special intensity. You have to have special focus. It doesn't matter what God-given ability that you have, but without the rest of it, I'm not sure you ever get excellent or elite. You have to have toughness. What does it take to break you? I don't care what circumstance you're faced with. What does it take to break your focus, to make you give in? You're tired or you don't feel like giving effort or finishing the play like you should? I'm not saying it's our goal to try to break you. It's just the way it is in football. It's going to be difficult because you're getting yourself ready to play at a high level. And just because you got beat on the last play, that can't affect the next play. That's breaking you. Your frustration is breaking you. What does it take to break you? We should help others. We should serve other people all the time. You cannot be a leader and affect other people if you're not willing to serve other people. Think of our lives as every day we should appreciate the opportunity that we have to accomplish and affect something. Earn this. Everybody made all these sacrifices for you to live. Go live a good life. Be a good father. Help other people. Accomplish something of significance. Make a difference. That would be my message to everybody here. Make a difference and help everybody's spirit in a positive way. God bless you and roll tide. Jay Barker led the Crimson Tide to a national championship in 1992. Winner of the Johnny Unitas Golden Arm Award and a finalist in New York for the Heisman Trophy. Voted the SEC Player of the Year. Drafted by the Green Bay Packers. Seeing time with the New England Patriots and the Carolina Panthers. The winningest quarterback in Alabama history with the record of 35-2-1. Member of the Alabama Sports Hall of Fame. Jay Barker brings that same championship quality and football expertise to his own radio network and show. Joining him is University of Alabama professor Lars Anderson, who is also a New York Times best-selling author and a 20-year veteran of Sports Illustrated. Live from the AVX studios in downtown Birmingham, The Jay Barker Show. Hi, welcome in, and our Tuesday edition. We got Tony Curry. I don't in know why the I house. didn't do the show open. Why don't why, why did I? <laughs> why don't you just interrupt everybody? He's thirty-five and zero. He's three hundred seventy-five <laughs> and zero in Carolina Panther Sunday, football. Sunday, but Sunday, 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 Sunday. Jay Barker, Jay Barker, That's Jay, how Jay, it Jay. It, The guy's got I more rhythm than you. I could have done your open better than that guy. I mean, who is that knucklehead? He's a good uh, dude. You remember those drag racing commercials? Oh, yeah. Sunday. Sunday. Oh, do Sunday. I remember them? He did. This merchandise like Melody Ice has got to go. That's right. Now, did, What's did, the other did, one you used to do? Auto show. Auto show. Yeah, yeah, it was auto show. 55 annual World of Wheels. World of Wheels. Custom, <laughs> custom cars and TV guest, stars. the best guest ever in custom that deal. Custom cars oh, dude, and TV we had stars. Don, we, had, we had Don Wells on uh, numerous times, mm-hmm. and she... She was in town uh, a year before she died. By the way, welcome to your own show, yeah, thank Jay. You. Yeah, she 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 came in. Uh, she came in studio, and I had Brian Christine. I had like three doctors, and they were all just like flipping out that she was in the studio. 
Then she broke her leg and she did some GoFundMe thing. She got yeah. no money. She broke your leg no, in the studio? Yeah, she yeah. could have. She got no royalties from Gilly Sherwood and Tyler. Sherwood Schwartz got yeah. it all. She didn't get anything. Right. Ginger got some and Gilly got some. There's only oh. two. And then um, she reaches out to me and she said, you know, uh, I, I could probably get some other stars on your show. And I said, that'd be great. And she's good friends, or she was good friends before she died, with Barbara Eden. And I said, dude, if you can get I Dream a Genie on this yeah. show, I said, we're going to have every 75-year-old in Birmingham passing out under the table. I said, it's in. And I reached out to Barbara like four or five times, and she would not. But I still got, I still got her cell phone number. Yeah. And she answers her cell phone. Tony, who's your one pass? My one pass, your one pass is the woman who just received yes. the Lifetime Achievement Award. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's Julie. Yeah, it's Julie Andrews. Yeah. Julie uh, Andrews. Yeah. Can't, Sound of music. I remember Tony. Don Wells yeah. walking through the studio. So I don't know if it was Dick Broadcasting, whatever it was at the yeah. time, with coconut cream pies. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah. yeah she also what was had, the guy you yeah. said? Sher- Sherwood. Um, Sherwood Schwartz. Is that, was yeah. that the producer's name? He was oh, the yeah. owner of the Argonauts. Was no, he, really? he was. He was the last two the years. Guy that was he really? Yes. Gilligan's no, Island. Yes. Uh, no. Sir, which, I promise That's, you. Sir, right. Or either they had the same hey, name. That name is like. That's crazy. That name is right. not. It was Sirwood Schwartz, and he was yeah. really eccentric and yeah. all yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. Great he guy. Was, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. He paid you to play football. He did. The last two years. I was with the Argonauts. Isn't that crazy? That's what, was that, cool. what was that game? Um, by the way, welcome to the Jay Barker show. Uh, <laughs> it was, was weird. Every season we started with a three-hour tour. We'd go around that facilities. <laughs> the SS Minnow. Get out in the Atlantic and putt around. I remember one morning, Scott and I. The Atlantic. We're, do- we're doing the show. And I looked down on the little snippets back when we had actual newspapers right. with agate pages. And it said, Jay Barker throws for... It was like 7,000 yards and 15 touchdowns in one game. Do you remember that? It was like 500 yards? or No, I never threw that. It was against Georgia, probably. No, it wasn't a Georgia it wasn't game. Georgia? It was a CFL game. Oh, CFL game. That's, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. Why, that's right. That's right. How, yeah. I know it was you don't lot. want to brag yeah. on yeah. yourself, but it was like 489 yards. It, it, like, <laughs> it should be in your show open. It should be in your show open. You should have that in show open. 759 yards. <laughs> 759 yards touchdown. of the Argonauts. Well, he's watching Gilligan's Island and three hour banana tour. cream pie with Don Wells as Jay Barker. I actually just had an oatmeal cream pie. I wanted to be like Saban coming in this morning. I didn't uh, have the coffee. Was it Little Debbie? Little Debbie, yeah. Double Decker or just they a are Double Decker. Double Decker? No, what? What the double? It's the bigger one. The Double Deckers are yeah. the, oh, you can only get Double Deckers in, in vending machines. Did you realize that? No. Oh, that the Double Deckers criminal. are like, it's, it's, it's like. I bet you can get them. It costs you them. can't. You can only get them in, in, <laughs> in uh, machines. You can't buy them anywhere. It's crazy. I know. I know. I know. I know. All right, well, where's like, the vending? I don't even know. Do you know where a vending machine is? Uh, There's not one in this building. No. Oh, they got sandwiches and all kinds of stuff. You get vending machines now. <laughs> you remember when they first came out, Apples. automats? Yes. They were like the rage. Mm-hmm. Oh, everybody, I can press this button. It twirls around and a sandwich pops out. Well, the vending machines are big again. Uh, we had them at Jocks for a long of, time. Well, yeah, down yeah. on the first floor, too, because of COVID. Oh, but they moved them off the third floor. No, we, we had them there, but I'm saying the vending machines are big again because no one wants to touch food because of COVID. So vending machines I'm, are big. If, I mean, if you if go into restaurants now and you just walk in, you open a locker and get your sandwich out and go home. <laughs> so I do a fire stuff the other day. <laughs> I think you're working at the factory. <laughs> you just, I mean, what, did you a, order I online? Been, I may have had it ready. It's, I'm not sure. <laughs> anyway, I got a jersey and a, and a meatball sub to go. It was killer. The same place. <laughs> And a watermelon. It's your a spirit jersey? pack. Yes. It's your spirit pack. And an oatmeal cream pie. It's like, where the... 
<laughs> what restaurant is this? Where is that one? Got a hat. Is it the one in Vestavia? Yes. Oh. Uh, well, now like you go, to, house, you go so. to your table and they have a QR code. You QR code, you order yes. and they bring it to you. Yeah. Without having to have a waiter, or that you can go up and pick it up at the at the, uh, at the front. But um, yeah, yeah a, a lot of things have yeah. changed. Some restaurants are doing that uh, commissary type of thing now. I hate that. Where you walk in and you order and then they bring it to your table. I hate that. I Why? Hate because I like service and they I do never too. and they never bring the right thing to you. Then you're like, hey, by the way. I would like some extra this. That's going to cost you three dollars. I'm like, okay. So you're giving them a card again at the table, then they go back up, and then they do the thing, or else you got to get back in line. <laughs> they do that at this place called Tim and Nick's uh, down the street, uh, and, it, uh, and it really gets on my nerves. Love Jim and Nick. You know, I think they've returned, but for a while there weren't even salt and pepper shakers. No, there's not salt. Um, but you know what? The, not here, there's pepper shakers, but there's not salt shakers, and uh, I don't know why. There are, but not a Jim and Nick. Jim and Nick still does the packages. At least, uh, at least the one downtown. Yeah. You know, one thing I can't stand, as long as we're just going in 15 different directions. We are. I don't like plastic utensils. Really? Can't stand them. Give me some metal, baby. You know what else I don't like? Paper napkins. I want cloth. What about paper straws? <laughs> there we go. I got me a paper <laughs> a straw today. for me, Jay. <laughs> you got paper straws? Paper. I got my first paper straw at McDonald's yesterday. I don't use straws. They're bad for you. Well, not if they're paper. They don't kill turtles. No, I mean the sucking <laughs> is bad for you. You, you know all about that. Yeah, yeah my dad told me that before. He said, "Men don't don't use straws." No, they don't. Uh, <laughs> well, just to stir something up and throw it out. That's right. Yeah, good. Pa- paper straws you know, are hard yeah. to cut with scissors too. <laughs> oh my word! Oh, they only last two or three times. They right. <laughs> Wow. Or should yeah. be using smoothie straws oh. like I used to at the hey. story. All right. We're presented by Top Golf of Birmingham. Get out the Top Golf. Today. You'll sorry, absolutely love that was it. the old Tony. It is the bowling of this generation. <laughs> You'll love it. Your family, friends, co workers do a lot of parties out there, a lot of charitable events. Also driven by Sonny King Ford on the sunny side of the street. Go by and see Tony Russell. All the great folks at Sonny King Ford. Hey, uh, Ole Miss crushes Arkansas and uh, on the brink of a final spot. Also, Auburn overcomes their illnesses, uh, the, the uh, outbreak they had. And uh, end up uh, taking down Stanford. So they are out of it as well. We'll break down the College World Series, some other recruiting news and notes as well. And also, Kepka has the latest now to lead the PGA Tour and is headed to live or LIV, whatever they're calling it. Where was he at in the uh, standings? Um, because as of uh, last week, they had not poached any top 10 PGA golfers. Uh, I was really pulling for Rory. I love Rory McIlroy and just the fact that he's been so outspoken about the whole live thing. So I was pulling for him. No, you talk about it. Bridesmaid. The guy's been so close mm-hmm. to winning so many majors. Uh, it's just amazing. Um, but Kupka's a, that's a pretty big name. It's big. Two U.S. Open. Yeah. Back-to-back. Pretty big. I mean, that's, mm-hmm. that's the – I don't know. DeChambeau's pretty big. Dustin Johnson has more than two majors, yes. doesn't he? Mm-hmm. Uh, Patrick Reed's But you're right next. about top tens. I don't know where they fall into that, but I imagine that uh, – Kept us probably pretty close. Yeah, yeah. DeChambeau is what ranked thirtieth. Uh, Patrick Reed thirty eighth. You got, and, and I mean, it's not showing me where he's at. All the rest of them I've got. Um, it's uh, they got Adam um, Answer is uh, Abraham Answer. Excuse me, twentieth uh, in the world, and Colin Mora, uh, Morikawa. Is that right? Yeah, number four in the world. So do, uh, do, do you? And I, I think I thought I, I watched more U.S. Open this past weekend than I've probably watched any major, and, and a lot of it was because I wanted to know how the live guys are going to be doing in that in that in that PGA mm-hmm. non-sanctioned event, and and they did a great job, Nance and all the guys, Tariko. They really they ran a lot of promos about the USGA and about 
golf and Did the PGA, they, yeah. and I mean, just I mean, from from you know the new video where the kids, you know, taking over mm-hmm. for Tiger Woods and stuff. Oh, I thought that's was a great, awesome commercial. And they, they did a really good job of really making the PGA look like they have their stuff together as a non for profit. But they did talk about, you know, it's going to be really interesting to, to see how it splinters, if yeah. it actually does splinter. If the National Football League all of a sudden decided to go in a different direction and have two different leagues, how will that splinter the, the fan base? I, mm-hmm. I think, if anything, it, it polarized it at least this past weekend. It gives a lot more jobs I mean, for these guys who are trying to make it. Finally, yeah. there maybe some spots there. But every time I see the live, I think of the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Every time I see those yeah, letters, I, like I think of yeah. another Super Bowl article. Point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Crazy. All right, we'll take a break for this first segment and uh, continue on the other side. Tony with us for another two segments, and uh, Matt Coulter, I'm Jay Barker. You're listening to The Jay Barker Show. We're live from ABX, again, presented by Top Golf of Birmingham and driven by Sonny King Ford on the sunny side of the street. We'll be back. Stay with us on this Tuesday edition. From the AVX Studios in downtown Birmingham. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. Advertised this time of year around 90 degrees, but we will exceed that over the next several days. 96 this afternoon under partly cloudy skies. Fair skies overnight tonight. The overnight low near 72. And for tomorrow, plenty of sun. The afternoon high, 97 degrees. I'm meteorologist Bill Murray on Tide 100.9. It's 93 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Roll Tide, the best sports talk, period. Your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Back up for Dan Fogelberg. He sang back up for the Doobie Brothers. He sang back up for Steely Dan. Moment of most well, well known. Then, you know why doesn't he just back up? It's unbelievable, <laughs> man. Did I ever tell you the story How about? How clever is Joe Gaither? He heard know, me yeah. mimicking yeah. Michael McDonald before we even got on the air. I thought Joe Gaither was in the Doobies for a minute. Um, did I ever tell you the story about when I was? I, I used to work Saturday. Well, that morning. would be a great band. Do you want to go get some wine, Gaither? The Gaither Brothers. I used to do. Uh, I remember. I used to play their records. Yeah. They were awesome. Mm-hmm. I used, to have to, right, I used yeah. to have to work 9 to 2 on Saturday morning, so I was doing classic rock. <clears throat> and, man, that 9 o'clock was early in the morning after being at Senior Frost until <laughs> 3 o'clock in the morning. I don't know how I'm at it. Anyway, so one, one, one morning one morning I'm in there, and in comes uh, Carrie Lambert, uh, Davis Hawkins, and, and uh, John Chapman, who was our uh, production director at the time. And uh, it's like 9.30, and they're, they're already into it. They're mm-hmm. sauced up. And I'm like, what in the world are you guys doing at 9.30? So we're going to Eddie Kendrick's funeral. Eddie Kendrick of the yeah. Temptations had passed yeah. away, and the, the, he was he was from here, and so they were going to his funeral at nine thirty on a, on a Saturday morning. And John, I don't know if you remember John Chapman. He had really long gray hair. He uh-huh. had a black overcoat on and had a beard, and had a hat on. And again, they were they looked like they had started pretty early in the morning. And so they go down to the church. Well, people look at John. They thought he was Michael McDonald. Uh-huh. And they're like, "We got Michael McDonald here. We're gonna have to make some money." So John's, you know, kind of. An introvert. He's kind of a weird production kind of guy. Works at three o'clock in the morning. Gotcha. Sleeps all day. They walk him all the way up to the front of the church and sit him next to Diana Ross. Lambert and, and Davis are sitting in the back, 
and he doesn't know why they're even bringing right. him to the front of the church. The right. place is packed. I mean, oh, Lionel Richie is there, Diana Ross is there, Aretha Franklin's there. I mean, all these people to show their respect to Eddie Kendrick. And he's sitting there, so as he's walking out, everyone keeps asking him for autographs, and he's signing autographs outside. <laughs> His outside, name or Michael's? Oh, you signed him, Michael McDonald's. That's and he's, and, he, and he's yeah. to, to the point where he gets in and he came back to the radio station. He's like, I said, dude, it's because they thought you were Michael McDonald. He's like, I don't look like Michael McDonald, but he just had black glasses on. Everyone thought he was Michael McDonald. I said, like, thank goodness the real Michael McDonald didn't show up. I used to sit at Norm's after my Saturday night sports cast and drink beer with Eddie Kendricks. Really? Several, several times. That and One of my all-time favorite people. Oh, God, Kenny how Stabler. blessed have I been? First and then look at this guy over here. First he, can't, <laughs> he can't even control his own damn show. I told you the first two, first two people I've <laughs> I told you the first hey, two people. Every, every time I bring Tony in, I just know. Hey, I, oh, I, 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 that's why it's, it's Tuesdays with Tony. It's it's Tony's Tuesday. I, I told you the first two people I met. I went up to Wesley's. Mm-hmm. Went to Copper Top or the the. Why green, did green you go to Wesley's on your first trip? I was with my Budweiser guys. It was the first night I was in town. I hadn't even taken the job yet, and then they took me to Norms. And uh. I'm sitting there at the bar, you know, at a table, and I see you and this long haired guy. Sitting there, and it's, I don't know what time it was, and someone said, do you know who that is? And I said, no. And he said, that's Kenny Stabler. And I didn't know who Kenny Stabler was. This Wait, is 1988. What? I had heard of his name, but I didn't know. I, I couldn't yeah. have told you who he played could for. Have or him out, else. Yeah. And he's like, you want to meet him? And you introduced me to him. I, uh, hey, Tony, I how you doing, Tony? Yeah. How you doing, Tony? Hey, Tony. Hey, Tony. He was, uh, he was, hey, he, Tony. He was out Who's there. your favorite left-hand quarterback? <laughs> <laughs> That's what he used to say to, uh, all at that, the time. At that time and during the evening, left-handed could have meant something uh, yeah, else. Yeah, well. So I'm glad he didn't ask and, that and question. particularly at that location, it could have meant uh, yeah, It, it was crazy. You go in that place for three minutes, you come out, and the sun's always coming up. It's like it's impossible. Oh, and you, you go to 9 smell, o'clock at night, you're in there for like one beer, and you walk uh, out, and the sun's coming up, and you feel like, like a vampire. Rolling yeah. around in an ashtray full of beer. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Thank goodness. All right, back to Wesley's. Jay, you never Why Wesley's? I mean, it's so far away. Why, why would it take you out of uh, Birmingham? They, they hey, wanted to take me to Green Top Leo Barbecue and, because I like, guess yeah, Green Top Barbecue was the thing. Yeah. And then, you know, Wesley's is right across the street. And I, <laughs> I told you the story about the pogo stick woman. There was a woman with one arm and one leg. She <laughs> was in the phone booth. I was like, you got me in the man. Have a delay? And I was like, <laughs> and she just hopped around on stage like a pogo stick for like 10 minutes. It was the most amazing thing I've ever seen. I was throwing money up as fast as I could go. I was like, this is amazing. <laughs> Place is still up there. She throw it to the right side or the left side. Which <laughs> side you I, don't, I don't even know how she picked up her money. I think she had like a vacuum cleaner oh, or something. I'm word. not sure what she did, but she just hopped around. She had she had her she had her left leg and her right arm, so she looked like a <laughs> like a stick. It He's was amazing. Uh, it's not. Did you ever go to Charlie's? Huh? Charlie's was in Birmingham. Yeah, Char- Char- yeah, my, my old Now let me tell you, you need, you need an Charlie's. arm. <laughs> you need bodyguard. Yeah. They Actually, have, I went there one. Everybody said that. I went in there. Everybody was nice. It was fun. They had one place uh, off Derby Parkway. Do you remember the Derby Parkway? It was, it was a bar, and then it turned into a... a, 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 a Velma's? No, not, no, no, I remember, no. I remember Velma's. But, but they did it, and they had, they had all little people dancing that night. And a woman came out with a baseball tee, and that was her fault. That was her fault? <laughs> she, she, came baseball she came out. Top, she came out. With a home plate attached to it. Oh my word! <laughs> oh my God! I was like, oh, put me in, coach. She came up with a baseball tee, and I mean, I just started laughing. I was like, "Am I actually going to watch this?" And I did for about forty-five minutes. It was uh, awesome. She played t-ball. <laughs> it was oh, the funniest my. thing I'd ever seen. I, she goes, "I'm the only guy I can bring her own pole." I was like, "Yes, you, ma'am, you can." 
<laughs> All right, back to some sports. Uh, hey, by the way, uh, how cool is it uh, that the USFL is playing in Canton this weekend? I know the Stallions are going to be playing uh, the New Orleans Breakers, and, and uh, there's four teams, and, and uh, they're playing three games for the championship. Um, I, I don't have a good feeling about the Stallions, by the way. I don't know why, but I don't either. Their offense is that's not clicking, and they're getting by on 20 points a ballgame. Their defense is great. That last game was good. They won by three. But I, I, what's your thoughts on, you know, they wanted to make a big splash. Mm-hmm. You know, it was all here in Birmingham. I, so I know from, 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 from a national perspective, a lot of their cities didn't get to see their teams, and I know that wasn't good. And I know a lot of people didn't show up. It's just too stinking hot. But... The fact they're playing their championship rounds in Canton, Ohio. I like it. Like the idea? I like it. Would you like yeah. that more than playing maybe in Jerry World? Maybe there was a situation where they couldn't afford to play well, in Dallas. Well, maybe a little bit too big. Canton's not as big. And also, it's, it's, it's the you know mecca of football, Hall of Fame. And you're going to get that Ohio crowd. You're going to get um, a totally different audience. You may get some Birmingham fans and some other fans that, that travel in uh, to those areas. You, you got the other teams whose fans have not had a chance to watch them this year and go, you know what, let's go to Canton. Let's go look at the Hall of Fame. Let's mm-hmm. go, you know, visit that and be a part of that. And I don't know, I think it's cool that they're – I mean, I would love for it to stay here, but I do think yeah. they might get better crowds there just based on the too. fact because the, the heat that's going to be here, the World Games, you know, that's why. I like that because someone thought, you know, where should we have our championship game? And you do mm-hmm. want to make a splash, and, and someone probably thought, you know, it's the National Football League. I think League. Vegas would have been great. I think it would have been great, yeah. 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 Vegas is uh, – is jumping the sharks for me a little bit. I mean, everything's in Vegas now. LeBron James wants really, to buy really eighteen to Vegas. Yeah, um, <clears throat> but it's fun watching Birmingham people in Vegas for the first time. Oh. Remember the first NASCAR race I went to? I'm going to break Las Vegas. I'm like, you, I'll be back in an hour. See how you're doing there, partner. <laughs> with this, with this Jeff Gordon Dupont jacket on, and the wife's tagging him. Can I have another five dollars for slots? No, and he's dropping twelve hundred dollars a hand on blackjack. Oh, Somebody wrote me Brown Derby. Is that it? The Brown Derby, yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. The Brown Derby. Well, it was over there uh, on... Derby. Derby Parkway. <laughs> was it? Now, hang on. The one I knew about was over there where the uh, Kicks 106 was. There was a Brown Derby over there. There was a Brown Derby over there, too. <laughs> That's the kind of places that open up. Where was Kicks 106 at that time? Uh, it was down off of Green Springs, right? It was off of West No, uh, it was... Way out uh, in East, what I would call East Birmingham, so out, like mid, going mid, going near uh, no, going the other way. Uh, East Lake Roebuck, it not past, not far past Avondale. Yeah, I got you. Okay, this by the way is a very cool place now. Man, it is. They've done a great job. All right, uh, we'll uh, get sports here to say. What's else? The college baseball coming up on this side. The Auburn okay. Tigers get a big win. They continue their trip through the uh, College World Series. Some other big upsets as well. And some commits that uh, kind of surprising. One decommit from Texas that ends up at Louisville. Number two player in the country, running back. We'll tell you more about it on the other side. Stay with us. We're live from ABX. You're listening to The Jay Barker Show, live from the AVX Studios in downtown Birmingham. One in seven men will face prostate cancer. Nearly 500 new cases are diagnosed every day in the U.S. Traditional treatments can cause erectile dysfunction and urinary incontinence. But now there's a new option, high-intensity focused ultrasound, or HIFU. 
men who are really looking for an option that really preserves their urinary and sexual function are great candidates for high food treatment. Preserve your quality of life. Call 866-4-VITURO or visit VITUROHEALTH.COM. Hi, it's Jay Barker for AVX, Audio Video Excellence. They are the premier provider for custom audiovisual design and installation in the Southeast. AVX seeks excellence in everything it does, including a superior employee experience. AVX offers employees an industry-leading salary, insurance benefits, and 401k options. AVX technicians also receive the highest level of certification and continue training, making it one of the most awarded and decorated companies in the industry. Career opportunities are available now for technicians in Birmingham and Santa Rosa Beach, Florida. Join the AVX team by contacting them at avxinc.com. Gary Burley here for Williford Chiropractic and Wellness. As a 10-year National Football League veteran, you can imagine my surprise being diagnosed with cancer and starting chemotherapy treatment back in 2014. I suffered from a lot of pain and offered up prayer during those days as I made it into remission. But I developed neuropathy. Anyone that suffers from this condition knows the pain is excruciating, nerve numbness and tingling along the tissue that won't heal. I tried everything for relief, folks, until my wife suggested I call Dr. Williford of Williford Chiropractic and wellness. I called at 205-909-7373 and scheduled an appointment. After three treatments, I began experiencing relief that I haven't had in years. If you're suffering from neuropathy, I suggest you reach out to Dr. Williford and his great staff at WilfordChiropracticAndWellness.com. Williford Chiropractic and Wellness. Give them a call at 205-909-7373. Balance your brain. Balance your life. Hi, it's Jay Barker. I want to tell you about my good friends Craig and Keith at Birmingham Broker. Go online at bhambroker.com. That's bhambroker.com or 205-716-1269. Got seven kids, man, and we had to sell a lot of cars. And these guys are looking for a lot of inventory. They helped us with all the hassle. No stress for us. They did the process as far as the sales and everything. Handled it all the way through. White glove type service. You'll love it. Again, it's bhambroker.com. Sell your car through bhambroker.com or 205-716-1269. Hi, it's Jay Barker for Siebel's in downtown Homewood, and now's the time to get your special place ready. Come in and let Siebel's design your porch with Kingsley Bait Outdoor Furniture and one of their custom swinging beds. For the great room, you're going to need their Carson Swivel Recliner. Siebel's is the number one Carson Recliner dealer in the country, and Sarah and I, we've got one, and we absolutely love it. Be sure also to check out their famous custom-made beds and bunk beds built by Siebel's and made up with some of their best linens in town. Their staff can truly put your bed together like no other store. You can also follow Siebel's and shop on Instagram and Facebook. And be sure to call or go by their special store in downtown Homewood. The number is 800-448-1962. That's 800-448-1962. And just for listening, go to Siebel'sCottage.com and order anything you want and type in Jay Barker for a special discount code. That's Jay Barker for a special discount code available only to our listeners for a limited time on The Jay Barker Show. Siebel's in downtown Homewood or online at Siebel'sCottage.com. It's Antonio Langham here to tell you about the easiest way to buy your tickets to your next high school game. Have you ever had to wait in line to buy a high school ticket or stop to get cash on the way to the game? There has to be a better way. There is. It's called GoFan. Check out GoFan.co the next time you need a ticket for your high school game. GoFan is easy, fast, and completely secure. You can buy tickets directly from your phone and just show the ticket at the gate. Download the GoFan app or visit GoFan.co now. That's GoFan.C letter O. Hi, 
right, welcome back in. And uh, some recruiting news for the Crips Tide. Northridge's Wilkin Formby played his high school football there, and now they pick up their fifth commitment, Alabama does, to the class of 2023. And uh, in the 24-7 sports composite rankings, they've got him at 83 overall prospect. He stands donning 6'7", weighs 295 pounds. He'll be over a 300-pounder. And uh, he is very uh, yet uh, another outstanding prospect from the uh, right there, the bumper crops recruits from the great state of Alabama. So, uh, again, Northridge recruit uh, Wilkin Formby will be uh, attending University of Alabama, at least right now he's committed to be doing that. So congratulations to him. Kid, this probably sounds really weird, but 67295 sounds like he's he's light. Yeah, really. I am I, am I, he sounds yeah. like he's very tall. Yeah. Is he thin? Uh, can you be thin at all if for you're some six, reason, seven and... two, For some reason, something in the 200 sounds like you're just yeah. really muscular, and anything over 300 pounds sounds like you're probably fat, but it's just not true. When I was uh, growing up, you remember the... Uh, the AFL, mm-hmm. it became the AFC. It was Namath. There was one lineman. This is like in the '60s. One lineman in the entire NFL that weighed over 300 pounds. One. Yeah. Now there might be one that isn't. Yeah. Right. But his name was Sherman Plunkett. He sounds like a 300 pound. Yeah. He was on the offensive line with one Joe Willie Namath. By the way, uh, some breaking news just came out a few minutes ago. The Cleveland Browns quarterback, Deshaun Watson, has settled all but four of the lawsuits filed against him, uh, so says his attorney. Twenty-five lawsuits have been filed against Watson, allegedly sexual assault and inappropriate behavior during his massage sessions. Of those 25, one was dropped by the plaintiff when the judge ruled her petition had to be amended with her name. The other 20 have been settled. We're working through the paperwork related to the settlement, so that's some breaking news when it comes to the National Football League. And good news if you're a Deshaun Watson fan and you want him to be your quarterback at Cleveland, but it appears that uh, all but four have been settled. I don't know what that means. Uh, I think the likelihood Um, of him playing is now a whole lot better, don't you, Jay? Yeah. I think so. I mean, but the uh, the public sentiment, how is it going to play out? The the locker room is fine, I think. I think the players, they they get past it. He's just got to be the right leader, the right quarterback. Problem is going to be how the fans accept him in the Browns fans, and really probably the other the, stadiums he travels to are probably bigger. If he wins, they'll be fine with it. That, exactly. He comes out of the box one yeah. and three. Ooh. They, yeah, uh, but uh, the other interesting thing is, what about these other four? Uh, the, the, mm-hmm. One's too many, right? So these other four are still going to be somewhat of a sticking point as we uh, negotiate the uh, National Football League season, and it'll be here before you know it. Mm-hmm. What do you think it's setting back? Um, you know, they tried to settle before, and I know a lot of people are like, listen, if you're not innocent while you're settling, Michael Jackson settled like, I don't know, like 500-something lawsuits uh, just because he didn't have time to be in court his entire life. I'm not saying he wasn't guilty of some of those things, but um, sometimes when you're talking about five, six, seven, eight, nine years of litigation in your life, I can't honestly say that if I was a billionaire, I wouldn't want to throw some money no. into my problems and make them go away, regardless of whether I was innocent or not. It depends, again, on the sever- severity of, of, of the transaction or, mm-hmm. or of what's going on. But in this particular case, the fact that 20 women settled, it looks like a money grab to me. Well, it's uh, a part of our litigious society. A mighty expensive now, massage, With all due yeah. respect to Alexander Shinora, he's a friend of mine. I know him. Um, and Morris and Morris and Bart and Bart and all those people, yep. uh, they're making their money because the insurance companies would rather settle than pay and or risk. Yeah, and, and who, so and who gets screwed on that? We do. All right. Uh, how about insurance. them Auburn Tigers? I, I know I'm not going to get a war eagle out of Jay. WD, believe me, I've been trying for like, th- what, 33 years? Mm-hmm. He is not going there. Uh, I am pulling for Auburn. I think this is a very, very cool story. This is that team. 
that uh, doesn't know how they can't spell quit if you spotted them in the Q and the U. Bad news boys. Bad news bears, right? Uh, they're they're they unbelievable. They have so much character. They have, what did you say? <laughs> Nothing. <because they're> <laughs> uh, Lars. <laughs> Kidding. Lars used the word grit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, and grit they don't got, quit. They got, grit don't quit. <laughs> they beat Stanford 6-2 to two last night. And Cole Foster was sick. But he got out with the bases juiced. Doubled in three. Auburn advances to guess what? Play my little piggies. It's a team that's only won one mm-hmm. game in the World Series since what, 1967 or something until this the, year. The last one they won was in 1997. That's incredible. It is. What were you doing in 97? Uh, that midday show on Rock 99? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was, about right. I was only nine years in. Yeah. I was. Nine, yeah, I was yeah. Were you nine years in then? Yeah, I got here in 88. Yeah, I was in high school, and I think I met you the first day, like you were saying, uh, that you were here. And uh, I remember seeing you like, didn't you like Sarah Sarah commercials and stuff? Like Sarah, uh, I did a lot of Tamron commercials. Tamron, I was a Tamron man. They brought me a stinking car up the parking lot every three months, and of course I was just dumb. Like, okay. And by the time I got done, I'd had like twenty five cars, and I think I was spending like twelve thousand dollars a month on a lease. I just kept going up on it. I was and I was driving like preludes that I I couldn't even fit in. Wow, prelude. They were bringing me car. You know, another car. I'm like, sure. The Honda. I, yeah, I was like, I was, I was like on a like a 23 day lease or something. I mean, I had more cars. Oh, I used to have a deal with Rami at. You Star. didn't get it free. No, no. You, you shot didn't commercial. No, but I, I got, I got him, I got him back. I got him back later on. You did. Yeah. Yeah. I had a pretty uh, sweet deal with Tamron for about three. Yeah. Right. Uh, I had a free car plus they were paying me not to do any other car commercials. Yeah. Um. You remember um, when we were all up there and you were uh, helping Sonny and Wimp out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we're sitting in the studio wrapping up our show, getting ready for that one. Yeah. <laughs> and we look out the window. You know how it just went looked down yeah. on the parking lot? And up pulls this bright green Volkswagen Beetle, <laughs> one of the newer ones. And we're going, who in the heck? And Wimp in his 6'4 frame <laughs> came crawling out of this Volkswagen with a freaking plaid coat and pants. And we just, we can't stop laughing. I mean, he we are still laughing in the studio when he gets up there. But and he worked the deal. Uh, he had gotten it for his wife and oh, his okay. car had broken down. So he had to try. <laughs> and you know how wiry and, mm-hmm. you know, he, he always looks like he's mad at the world. Funniest thing, that, the- funniest thing I ever saw him do was try to negotiate his own contract after one year. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Wimp and Sonny. I'm just going to tell them what I'm going to get, and they're going to give it to me. And I was like, dude, you work one hour a day. <laughs> and you do 15-second live endorsements. So I said, I don't think they need you that bad. Jeff Jaja. Jeff Jaja. He walked in there like, uh, no. And he's like, and that look on his face. Oh, <laughs> and Sonny's I like, it. I told I don't you. Like green, I don't like green peppers. How many times suck, do you think he said that? He always talk about the golf ball. Yeah. Suck up by the hole. The noodle. He's never paid for a golf Strict club, signs. a Strict golf signs. ball, I love him. Uh, a golf round, or a car in his life. Yeah. I love him. But man. now he'll drop $700 on a pair of shoes. Oh, yeah. Have you seen those? Wimp is all about, you seen the blue ones that he's... Oh. Between him and uh, Herb Winch's is red... What was that, a Thunderbird? What kind of car did he have, the red... He came uh, pulling the park lot with a red car, and someone keyed it the first day. Yeah. It was uh, one of the new Thunderbirds. <laughs> Remember that? Yeah. I mean, it was a convertible boy, and he parked out in the middle of nowhere, took up four spots, and I was like, <laughs> and someone just went, oh, it's the like, first hey, day, and I was like, <laughs> over here, key me. Yeah. 
Oh my gosh! We some had good some memories though. They are really oh. nice. I remember we, we had a blast. They, make there. us go out there and take the picture every year, out on the over, looking over the mountain. <laughs> you know what like, that was? It was like our high school graduation <laughs> class. We got a free comb. <laughs> that was. You know, that was like fourth grade. I mean, you go well, to the funny building. Thing is, back, you know, then, back then, you actually yeah. flying everywhere. Now, back then, you actually had a staff that was going to be yeah. together for a while. Yeah. Now you take a picture from Monday to Wednesday, and half the staff's gone. I hope the statue of limitations is over. But do you, uh, did you ever stand out back when somebody pulled out a driver and a golf ball? Oh yeah. Downtown Homewood. <laughs> mm-hmm. Hit those apartments. Yeah. <laughs> and Big Boy was out there for a little while. Uh, yeah. It was. Yeah. Rick and Bubba brought Big Boy there. They, Remember they got the Big Boy statue? They took him with them, too. They did. That was all. You remember, you remember when uh, they got their first truck, and it was something something assault vehicle, and they misspelled assault <laughs> <laughs> on the side of the truck? <laughs> it was perfect for their show. It was. I think they left it oh, that way. Oh, yeah, I think they did, too. Goodness. Uh, All right, so Auburn continues on. Yeah, let's get back. Stanford is out. Uh, give us some more baseball news. Uh, Texas, Arkansas. You pick, Texas you is gone? Oh, Arkansas just. Woo. I want to go back to Auburn for a minute about how gritty they are. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had a tough break. It was a double down the line that scored Stanford's second run. And it was so hard to tell whether it chalked the line or not. I think they made the right call, but, I mean, it was just, you know, hair length as far as getting on the chalk. So that was tough. Then the next inning, they lead off with a base hit, walk. Uh, runner takes off the Auburn Tigers base runner, and he's uh, still second without ease. But the batter awkwardly stepped in front of the catcher. Mm-hmm. Runner's interference. That mm-hmm. blows everything up. Mm-hmm. But later on, they... They got the bases loaded for Cole Foster, who hit a bases-clearing double. So, we'll see. They play uh, Arkansas at 6 o'clock. I believe that's on ESPN. Good for them. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm very happy for them. I'm, however, huh, it's all hogs tonight. All hogs. Really? Mm-hmm. By the way, they are killing – Arkansas fans are killing everybody in that jello, that shooting – Are they really? shooting contest. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Four four dollars and fifty cents. One of the greatest bar promotions I've ever heard of. What's that? You pay us to try and make your school number one. Mm-hmm. How about that? Jello shots. Not a big Jello shot guy, are you, Tom? Uh, if they're made right. No. I don't do these little Dixie cup things. <laughs> Just give me the whole bowl. You, what? You want like a pan that you yeah, put fudge in, and there's nothing but anymore. So. They're really no. We don't yep. do this anymore. <laughs> no, I just do gummies. Ah. <laughs> uh, Harboro, what are they got? <laughs> Harboro. Harbo. You like your commercials with the little kids? Yeah, talking I'll pop them. you a couple yeah. Sour Patch kids before I take a nap today and I'll be good. Do you see the uh, the Tyson gummies? Yeah. They're little, little ears. And if you invested in um, CBD and um, THC and all that stuff about six years ago, hang on it, man. It's it's coming. It's yeah, crazy. I, I bought a bunch with my Bitcoin. <laughs> You're down to $20,000 now yeah. uh, a share, so hold on to your hats. Jay knows all about that kind of mm. digital money. Yeah. 
I would take his advice on it because I'm <laughs> not taking my own. Go I had a friend of mine about a year ago tell me to sink everything into that. He said, you, should, you can pay your mortgage with it. You can do everything with it. He goes, I'm just telling you, this is what you, and I'm so glad that I didn't listen to that knucklehead. Well, if you had sold it at 60. Yeah. Yeah. You would have been like, yeah. You just have to, like everyone else. Yeah. It's like any other stock. You're going to buy low, Jay. You have to have high. You have to have you know Jay I mean? Barker's business mind. Now's the time no, no. to jump into the market. Get into there, folks. <laughs> All right, let's take a break. We'll come back. You, you're gone? Yeah, you to take off. I know you got a meeting Boom. coming up. Stay a little longer. Please. I'll be back. I'll be coming in a couple days a week. I'll okay. come back on. Right. Hang out with you. All right. Better. Tony Curry. Tuesday with Tony. Matt Coulter, Jay Barker, live from ABX. We'll return. Stay with us. You're listening to The Jay Barker Show, live from the ABX studios in downtown Birmingham. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. Highs this time of year around 90 degrees, but we will exceed that over the next several days. 96 this afternoon in the partly cloudy skies. Fair skies overnight tonight. The overnight lows are 72. And for tomorrow, plenty of sun. The afternoon high, 97 degrees. I'm meteorologist Bill Murray on Tide 100.9. It's 93 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Roll Tide. The best sports talk, period. Your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9. And streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. And again, as you can see, Lars Anderson off today. He had a sick child, so uh, he'll be back with us tomorrow. We hope that, uh, I think it's Farah, right, that's uh, sick today. Hopefully she'll be feeling better a lot sooner uh, than later. And uh, we wish her nothing but the best praying for her. Cornerback A.J. Harris, number 20 recruit in ESPN 300, commits to Georgia Bulldogs. A 6'2", 180-pound cornerback from Central High School, Phoenix City, Alabama. He chose the Bulldogs over Alabama, Florida, Clemson. Ohio State and others. He is rated the number four overall cornerback in the class of ESPN. Now, Harris becomes Georgia's highest-ranked ESPN 300 recruit. Thus far, they have, for the 2023 uh, recruiting cycle right now, uh, they, uh, now they've got eight ESPN 300 prospects in the fold in uh, Harris, Justin Rett, Marcus Washington, Gabriel Harris, Bo Hughley, Raymond Cottrell, uh, Cottrell and uh, Pierce Sperlin, and Lawson Lucky. I wonder if Raymond Cottrell's related to coach Cushman. i don't know boy there's there's a blast from the past yep. in a lot of different ways hey this just broke um i guess a couple hours ago nick faldo is retiring hmm. cbs announcer i mean he and nance have been joined at the hip for what 20 years long time yeah he's very very good 16 years he's been at cbs and he's taking this with him he's what god i hope so <laughs> You know, I really liked him. He's yeah. very solid. He can do a lot of different sports, but he just overdoes everything. And um, <laughs> like I said earlier this week, it was so refreshing to have NBC carry a major golf tournament. Mm-hmm. But um, always like Faldo. You remember, uh, he used to listen to us on jocks. Do you remember I that? I do remember this. Yep. Yep. And uh, I forget what, what it was. That he was, he came through at one point in time, and then got hooked in. Yeah, yeah, and then he kept it on his app. He did. Yeah. Um, 
<laughs> I always thought that that was almost yeah. as cool as when Jerry Clower called the show and went, "Wow, <laughs> where are you from? Was it Yazoo City or something?" Like Yazoo, that? yeah. Um, so the Brittany Griner uh, situation with um, I, I guess what happened. Um, the star tried to call um, her wife nearly a dozen times through the U.S. Embassy in Russia on a couple of fourth uh, anniversary or on their fourth. The couple's fourth anniversary on Saturday, but they never connected to the phone line at the embassy was not uh, staffed. Nobody was there to answer the call, which I, I don't know if because of Father's Day weekend, if it was a holiday. Would Do you, they have Father's King? Day in Russia? Well, this is the U.S. embassy. She's, oh, I, I'm sorry. She's calling. I didn't listen yeah, carefully yeah. enough. I think she's that's right. Calling. She's calling. Yeah. Okay. Brittany Griner tried to call. Her wife nearly a dozen times through the U.S. Embassy in Russia. So the U.S. Embassy. Okay, yeah, I got you. I had nobody it the other was, way around. Yeah. Um. So she couldn't get through, mm -mm. and she is still imprisoned. Mm -hmm. Is that correct? Yep. Um, Four months. They have not talked. <sighs> gee, I feel for her. Mm -hmm. I wish there was something our, our government can do: punch, punch a button and get them back over here. Yeah, you know, I, I don't get her back over here. But uh, apparently, allegedly, you know, she was trying to take a bunch of gummies out. Yeah. Uh, there was a reason she was detained and arrested. Mm -hmm. So oh, I hope that works out. Uh, she's a heck of a player. Yeah. Man, she's tall. She could dunk on you, Jay. She could, probably. Hey, you, <laughs> but uh, here's the thing. I mean, going back to that. It, and I know laws are different in different countries, all that kind of stuff. Um I don't know how, how much, to be honest. I haven't really looked at all that and as far as the amount. Was she coming to distribute or sell? It seemed like it was more personal. Use. Sounded like it, I yeah. think. Um, and it's kind of like, okay, are we are you going overboard just a bit? Is this more about political kind of sh showing, um, you know, hey, you know, we can kind of make it tough on you. If you're going to put sanctions on us, we can, you know, put make well, it tough on a, one of your uh, star athletes in America. What do you, what do you think? I think they are. I, I do, yeah. too. Just rub it in the uh, face. Yeah. I, I think if it had been somebody that lives over here, right down the street, mm -hmm. she was coming back. Nah, she don't want to be home, don't you think? Probably so. Just a big name, you know, and a uh, little bit of leverage there, or at least a lot of attention. Well, you don't need to be playing political basketball with someone's life. Yeah, and she's gonna be smarter than that. Definitely. You know, um, yeah. she. I mean, there should be some type of punishment, but. I've got a feeling this is way too severe. Yeah, but uh, I agree. I guess we'll see. Oh, we'll see soon enough. I, you You're know what? I, some, yeah. I wanted to ask you this, and I want to. I'm going to go ahead and let let us get to the top of the hour break. Or I guess I can start it now. When you were talking about Georgia and their recruits, I I go back to Stetson Bennett. Mm -hmm. Uh what did you think? And wait, I don't know if we talked a lot about this leading up to the national championship game or the SEC championship game. What is it about him? that enabled Georgia to win a national championship. And I probably can tell more about this now that um, Sarashi's gone. Sarashi hung out with the football players a lot at Georgia, and he won the team. The team believed in him. Kirby believed in him. Um, he was a Georgia lifelonger, like a, a fan. As, what, his dad and I think father both went there, maybe played there. I mean, his grandfather, I think, played there. Yeah. And so, you know, and he's the fourth. <laughs> Stetson, Benson, uh, yeah. uh, Stetson Bennett, the fourth. Um, but he, you know, I, I think it was just he won the locker room, and I think Kirby felt like 
hey, we're winning. Uh, he's playing consistent. He's not making bad decisions. Uh, he's not, you know, the most talented that we have on the field, but they feel like the most talented guy. I'm not going to name the guy's name. Maybe just wasn't able to win the locker room. Did the players liked what they saw when he performed at a certain level, but when it was time to step up and play or to compete against Stetson, Stetson came, he really um, accepted the challenge and, and in practices and scrimmages would perform better than the other guy. So uh, I think that's, you know, the other guy's Do I know who the on. other guy did? He, he transfer? Yeah, yeah, he transferred okay. immediately. Yeah. Okay. He's, been, um, he's transferred three times now, yeah. I think. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but but he he's very talented. At, he was yeah. first at USC. I was going, man. Yeah. This guy's good. Mm-hmm. But when you say he won the team, I, I I know superficially what you mean by that. They have confidence in you. Mm-hmm. They believe in you. They just liked him. Does that they like you as a guy? Yeah. Um but they want to play for you. They want to win for you. But do they yeah. they actually try harder? I don't know if it's that they because you know they, that seems they might. I mean, they, they may feel like we need to try harder for him. We need to do. We want. We want him to be poor successful. little stats. Yeah. We need to help him. We want to be. We want him to be successful. Um, but I think the key is that he just connected with the players and connected with that with that group and, and in the locker room, outside the locker room, taking guys to dinner, doing things that you know you got to do as a quarterback, as a leader, is connect to those guys and and make them. You know, everybody becomes a family on that offensive unit, so I think he did a great job of that. Do you relate to him uh, based on the fact that you had such a bad, bad defense? He had a bad, bad defense. Yeah. But you were a better quarterback. But yeah, he, uh, I, I, I do connect on the fact that he loves the school. I loved Alabama. Yeah. And he wanted to win a championship for him. I wanted to win a championship at Alabama as well. But uh, and, and, and I've heard so many great things about him off the field as well. All right, we'll come back. Hour number two coming up next. Stay with us. We'll be back. Hi, this is Wes McClooney, owner of the New Balance Birmingham store. Achieving your personal best often comes down to how you feel. And when it comes to the right shoes, nothing feels better than New Balance. The fit specialists at the New Balance Birmingham store conduct an in-depth analysis of your foot size, shape, and gait, determining the best New Balance shoes for you. Experience the difference of custom fit today at the New Balance Birmingham store on Highway 280 next to Chick-fil-A. New Balance Birmingham. Your feet will thank you. One in seven men will face prostate cancer. Nearly 500 new cases are diagnosed every day in the U.S. Traditional treatments can cause erectile dysfunction and urinary incontinence. But now there's a new option. High-intensity focused ultrasound or HIFU. Men who are really looking for an option that really preserves their urinary and sexual function are great candidates for high food treatment. Preserve your quality of life. Call 866-4-VITURO or visit VITUROHEALTH.COM. I'm excited to tell you about our newest sponsor here on the Jay Barker Radio Network. They pioneered the Chicken Finger Box and the Chicken Finger Restaurant. That's Guthrie's. Guthrie's recipes and processes are often imitated but never duplicated. Look, their sauce is probably the most copied sauce of all sauces all time. And I've known this family since my days down in Tuscaloosa and they came over. And man, I tell you, it's nostalgic even today to see my kids going to that same Guthrie's. And great family. Do so much for the community, but more importantly, provide the best when it comes to chicken fingers. Get out to Guthrie's today. 
I want to tell you about my good friends at Southern Assurance Group. Hi, it's Jay Barker. And look, Ken Needham has done a terrific job. Local company, 205-980-1505 is their number. That's 980-1505. Again, local, you can speak with the same team every time you give them a call. Full line of products from Auto Home, Boat Life. You'll trust them. They have a great uh, deal as far as the relationships they build with their customers and 20 years with the same company and industry. Custom approach for your insurance needs. Give them a call, 980-1505. That is Southern Assurance Group. Hi, it's Jay Barker. I want to tell you about my good friends Craig and Keith at Birmingham Broker. Go online at bhambroker.com. That's bhambroker.com or 205-716-1269. Got seven kids, man, and we had to sell a lot of cars. And these guys are looking for a lot of inventory. They helped us with all the hassle. No stress for us. They did the process as far as the sales and everything. Handled it all the way through. White glove type service. You'll love it. Again, it's bhambroker.com. Sell your car through bhambroker.com or 205-716-1269. Whether it's for lunch or dinner, head out to the Cajun Steamers, a New Orleans-style joint that serves authentic Cajun and Creole food, cold beer, and great drinks. They are known for their wide array of Cajun classics and original creations prepared in an authentic fashion. This Louisiana kitchen can have you slapping the table for more. Stop by the Cajun Steamer and sign up for your Alabama, LSU, or Auburn fan card. Eat with the Cajun Steamer while your team is on TV and use your fan card to receive a 15% discount on your entire meal. With locations in Hoover, Trustful, Huntsville, and Franklin, Tennessee, they've got you covered. Head out today to the Cajun Steamer. It's Antonio Langham here to tell you about the easiest way to buy your tickets to your next high school game. Have you ever had to wait in line to buy a high school ticket or stop to get cash on the way to the game? There has to be a better way. There is. It's called GoFan. Check out GoFan.co the next time you need a ticket for your high school game. GoFan is easy, fast, and completely secure. You can buy tickets directly from your phone and just show the ticket at the gate. Download the GoFan app or visit GoFan.co now. That's GoFan dot letter C, letter O. Birmingham's best Mexican restaurant for over 20 years and counting. That's La Paz Restaurant in Crestline Village and Mount Laurel. They've got a great staff. Its delicious menu, award-winning cheese dip, and margaritas and vibrant atmosphere have helped to make La Paz a local favorite. Blue corn nachos, Texas barbecue quesadillas, steak and blue quesadillas, Baja fish tacos, signature fajitas, and much, much more. So head over to La Paz today. If you want a great lunch or a great dinner, you'll find all that at La Paz, Crestline, and Mount Laurel for lunch or dinner. WTUG HD2 Northport and W265CG Tuscaloosa. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Who you are is more important than what you do. The only way that you're going to have any kind of success in your life, you have to buy into a process of what it takes to reach a goal. How can I be the best I can be at what I do? How much of your time was spent and how much was it invested in your goal? Can't do it unless you can overcome adversity because that's what makes great things great is the things that you had to overcome to accomplish them. We have about five choices in our life, and everybody has a choice as to what they want to do and how they want to do that. But if you're going to be excellent or elite, you got to do special things. You have to have special intensity. You have to have special focus. It doesn't matter what God-given ability that you have, but without the rest of it, I'm not sure you ever get excellent or elite. You have to have toughness. What does it take to break you? I don't care what circumstance you're faced with. What does it take to break your focus, to make you give in, you're tired, or you don't feel like giving effort or finishing the play like you should? I'm not saying it's our goal to try to break you. It's just the way it is in football. It's going to be difficult because you're getting yourself ready to play at a high level. And just because you got beat on the last play, that can't affect the next play. That's breaking you. Your frustration is breaking you. What does it take to break you? We should help others. We should serve other people all the time. 
You cannot be a leader and affect other people if you're not willing to serve other people. Think of our lives as every day we should appreciate the opportunity that we have to accomplish and affect something. Earn this. Everybody made all these sacrifices for you to live. Go live a good life. Be a good father. Help other people. Accomplish something of significance. Make a difference. That would be my message to everybody here. Make a difference and help everybody's spirit in a positive way. God bless you and roll tide. Jay Barker led the Crimson Tide to a national championship in 1992. Winner of the Johnny Unitas Golden Arm Award and a finalist in New York for the Heisman Trophy. Voted the SEC Player of the Year. Drafted by the Green Bay Packers. Seeing time with the New England Patriots and the Carolina Panthers. The winningest quarterback in Alabama history with the record of 35-2-1. Member of the Alabama Sports Hall of Fame. Jay Barker brings that same championship quality and football expertise to his own radio network and show. Joining him is University of Alabama professor Lars Anderson, who is also a New York Times best-selling author and a 20-year veteran of Sports Illustrated. Live from the AVX studios in downtown Birmingham, The Jay Barker Show. Welcome in. Hour number two up, and uh, we got uh, presented by Top Golf of Birmingham. Don't forget you got Top Golf. It is the bowling of this generation. You'll absolutely love it. Went out there for Father's Day with my kids from around 8 to 10 o'clock at night, and it was like mid-70s. Couldn't believe it. The humidity was down. It was a beautiful night, and uh, had a great time with them and some other stuff throughout the day, but uh, really wanted to go out there and just spend a couple hours hitting the golf ball, cutting up, and uh, having some great conversation with them out at Top Golf. You'll do that as well with your family, friends, and co-workers. Also driven by Sunny King Ford on the sunny side of the street. Go see Tony Russell and all the great folks there at Sunny King Ford. It has been a hot June. This week's supposed to get a lot worse. Yeah, I mean, like I think the high today, yeah. And the it's heat today. index at like 111. Now, I, I think that's Thursday. tomorrow or Thursday. Yeah. Um, but um, you know those people that say you get used to it? I haven't. <laughs> have you? No. I, I did when Jay, I was a kid. We, we didn't have air conditioning. We played outside all day. Uh, <laughs> and then we you, jump, know, you jump in a cool pool that wasn't yeah. heated. <laughs> oh, and golly, how good did that feel? Um, but, you know, particularly my grandparents, they had attic fans. Mm-hmm. And the ones that were literally part of the house. Yeah. It was literally uh, a fan up in your attic. You pull the cord and it, uh, and it really, it did wonders, but nothing kind like that. Kind of pulled the heat out, right? Yeah. Kind of pulled well, the heat it, out of the it house pulled or? all the air. Uh, because it it worked actually reverse because it would. I guess, golly, hang on. I'm I'm the son of a rocket scientist. I can't explain an attic <laughs> fan. But uh, when I you know, know, you open the windows a little bit, or yeah, yeah you open the windows water, yeah. and it pulls. It, it creates yeah. a draft, a draft, a breeze. It, yeah. Um, but I think I was 11 or 12 years old before we ever had air conditioning. My dad installed a huge unit in our den, and it blew through down the hall and through the whole house. Wow. And I remember that first night, I went, wow, mm-hmm. what have I been missing? Uh, there was not, <laughs> They didn't build houses with air conditioning back then. Yeah, it was not central I, air and heat. I don't remember not having that, but I was... But you were a spoiled brat. No, I wasn't. <laughs> no, you were not <laughs> by any stretch but, of the imagination. But I, was, I thought I was spoiled. I mean, I, I thought we were um, very well off because Dad provided so well. I mean, we, he was in the car business, did very well in that, and... Uh, but still, we were, I mean, I look back on it now, we were, you know, middle class. 
um, you know, and and not, nothing more than that, and and which was great, and great family, great friends. Um, grew up in a family of my dad had ten brothers or nine brothers and sisters. He was the youngest of ten, and wow. they were from very tough backgrounds, and you know some that made it very well. He's the only college graduate in his in his uh, um, in his in his family. Uh, his birthday was yesterday. We just talked about turn would would, would have turned seventy nine. Um, Andrea, my sister sent me some, her, her mom went out yesterday during the show and put flowers out for his grave site and all that. So I thought that was great. I, I wish, I wish it could have been there to be a part of that. Um, but we had some other stuff going on after the show, which you saw the guys who came in and all that. But, um, yeah, so you, you think back on those moments, um, just how different, I mean, like, and I, I tell my kids this all the time and I tried to instill this with them. And, and I, I really think that, that, that it worked because they did it. I'd say you're on Saturdays when you're out of school, uh, in the summertime when you're out of school, you're not going to sit around and just watch TV. Now, as they got to be teenagers, that became a harder issue. Uh, but when they were little, it was you're out. They went out the door at like 7, 8 in the morning. You play. If you want to come here for lunch, you can. Or you can go somewhere, You know, walk down the street. go. You eat at somebody lunch. else's house. It, yeah. yeah. Or, or and, 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 and if, you're, if you're thirsty, there's, there's a hose, hose right there. Pot, baby. Just turn it on and drink out of it. Um, you know, jump in a pool somewhere if you can find one. Um, but stay outside, play till the sun goes down, and and they would be worn out, and go to sleep by eight thirty nine o'clock, and then jump back up and do it. Start the all same over. thing all over. I remember watching them play baseball out in. So we lived right there in Crestline, across the street from there. There's two fields that had the the baseball. Um, air, what do you call them? The fencing uh, behind the, the, the oh backstops. catch fence. Yeah, catch fence. That's yeah. right. Yeah. And so they they would go out there and they would play for hours. Then they would turn around, and they wanted to be able to knock it over the fence. So they would turn it to where they could go back towards. But that got dangerous. They started hitting cars uh, yep. on that street and stuff. So I said, if you're going to do that, you got to play with a tennis ball. Can't play with a baseball. Uh, but uh, yeah, some great moments and, and, and great times. So, summertime is. I, I know for a lot of parents and, and Lars would even say this right now. It's very hard because the kids are home. You're trying to find activities, camps. Yeah, especially if you got two parents working, or even if you're just a mom that's staying at home, it's it's a different routine for you to get into. And um, but it's also those moments. I, I miss those moments. I mean, I really do, and I know you do too. I, mean, oh, I, yeah. I, I just I think about the ballpark. Cleet and I were talking about that yesterday. Uh, Walker, who was on with us, and uh, about how the conversations are different now. But I do miss the every Saturday and Friday night, Saturday, Sunday during the week at being at the ballpark and. People say, God, you're there from 8 in the morning till midnight. I'm like, yeah, but, I mean. If they left the lights on, we'd be here we until would. dawn. Yeah, and it was one of those things where at that time, you're like, will this ever end? <laughs> but it does. And so yeah. so the moms and dads out there who are struggling through that, and I know it's a lot of you know money and time and effort. If your kids don't want to be there, don't be there. Be at the lake, be at the beach. But if they want to be there, go enjoy it and take up and soak up every moment of that. Some of my best friendships even today are the parents that uh, we spent so many hours together. At the ballpark with our kids, and, and really oh. got close, and family's close. Uh, it, it's remarkable, uh, I have such really great memories of my childhood. In your neighborhood, mm -hmm. did uh, you have certain yards that were what well, one was better for baseball? Then then Van's yard was bigger in the back, so you could play football back there. I had an unbelievable because my dad built. I had I had the basketball court. Oh, wow. we always played basketball. Mm -hmm. But then you'd go over to somebody else's house and you do this, you'd do, and you literally you you, you just you, you moved played, around you, and you played every sport. Yeah, yeah. Football was our yard, and we also had yeah. the street was flat, so we played sometimes two untouched in the street, tackle in the yard. Um, and my sister was actually talking about this recently. 
And my dad, great thing about my dad is that, and your dad was probably this way as a lot of dads are, you just finally give in and go, okay, I'm not worried about the grass as long as you cut it, as long as we're not worried about keeping it. We'd much rather be torn up and you're out there playing, having fun. <clears throat> but we, we set up ropes. We'd have four guys hold ropes to where we, we, we put boxing gloves on. We'd box. Really? Oh, yeah. We'd box. We'd, we'd, we'd play football in the morning or basketball. We'd play wiffle ball. We'd, we'd try to play baseball. We'd go out in the woods and play fort. We grew up in an area that had this farm that was uh, – it was uh, – uh, not, not isolated, but it was what was it? What is that? The word nobody was there. It was vacated. vacated thank you. And uh, right. it had a barn and uh, and a pond. Had a barn. Had a barn. That's empty cool. barn. Had a pond. All that stuff. The barn got burned down because one of the neighbors uh, got hit by a bottle rocket right in the face and came back with a whole can of gasoline and burned it down. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah, he had anger issues. <laughs> Do you think Power so? Maniac. <laughs> yeah. That's kind of scary. But we eh? had bottle rocket fights during. Oh, I remember those. I mean, what, what were those mom and dad would get, uh, uh, Roman candles. Well, yeah, yeah, Roman candles, bottle now, rockets, and that was that was getting a little bit too far off. But yeah. um, I remember one time we st- started throwing cherry bombs at each other. Now that's stupid. It is, and, and they'd go off in your hand at times. Oh. And, you, mean, you ever had one go off? I have. Not, not a cherry not bomb, but it. I've had a regular yeah. firecracker. I have definitely that, but yeah. Uh, but yeah, but almost had a cherry bomb go off or a what was the. Uh, the M80s. M80s. Now that would oh. that would probably take a finger Didn't off. That, what, yeah. What what was the defensive lineman for the New York mm-hmm. Giants? Pierre Luis. Mm-hmm. Or, I mean, he pulled part of his hand off. Look at this guy. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> if you're streaming, that's great. Uh, our wonderful producer at Crawford, Josh Smith, is is putting up what looks like something from ridiculousness. <laughs> the guy's actually a, it's like a big bottle rocket. He grabs a hold of it and it takes him to the sky. He thinks it's lit. All right. Oh, wow. <laughs> We're going down memory oh. lane. I, I love doing that, though, because, I, I mean, it's just, it, look, today's generation is just different, and every generation is. Our parents, things were different with them. We we were better off than they were, um, you know, as far as just living um, capabilities, housing, all that. Same with our kids. The kids next will be the same way. I mean, and, and every generation is just different. And, and I think back on my kids when I would – my oldest, especially Andrew, who just wasn't in athletics, wasn't in it. He, he wanted to play video games all day long. And I'd be like, get off the video games, go play. But then all of a sudden, the kid about, what, two years ago, wins $16 million in New York at the uh, tennis. Unbelievable. And, and he takes me, he's like, see why I should have kept playing? I'm yeah. like, you're right. Oh. <laughs> you should have kept playing. But it's uh, it's just a different, where, different time. Where was destination for the Barker summer va- vacation? We went to uh, Panama City, or actually it was called <laughs> um, Laguna Beach. Which is right down to the west of Panama City. You, we, we called it East Rosemary. <laughs> oh, East. <laughs> but it really wasn't even close to being a third. No, it, no, it was. I mean, a, a number of miles. But we we would stay. Sometimes we stayed in the condo. Some friends we met. But uh, we, we would get a trailer, and there was a trailer park that we would get. We would cross the street okay. from there. We'd walk in and or walk across the street to go to the beach. But I loved it because we'd come back in mid afternoon around. You know, lunchtime, whatever, have lunch, and it would start raining, and that sound on the top of the, the trailer, that bump, 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 just the, the rain hitting it, take a great nap, and then oh. we jump back up, go back out for three or four hours, watch sundown, and then during that period of time, we met this great couple from Ozark, Alabama, and actually shared the same birthday as their daughter, we were the same age, and they they fell in love with our family, we fell in love with their family, so, so we started using their condo. 
right there across the street from the trailers we used to be at. So that was uh, some good politicking there by my mom and dad, but at the same time, great friendships as well that still are today, which is great. Yeah. Hey, uh, you know Tom Stipe. You've known him for years. I mm-hmm. have too. Tom Stipe has been producing at the U.S. Open, and I didn't know this, and I worked with him back in the 80s at TBC mm-hmm. and Channel 33. He's been producing at the U.S. Open for 20 years. Did not know that at all. Did okay. So I, I don't feel I don't nope. feel so dumb. Anyway, I uh, after uh, I think like a 24-hour plane ordeal, mm-hmm. I think he's back in Alabama. He's going to join us to talk about the U.S. Open. Oh, good. Uh, when we get back, awesome. All right, we'll do that. Tom Stipe coming up next to one of the legends in broadcasting for the University of Alabama. We'll be with him coming up on the other side. Stay with us. You're listening to The Jay Barker Show, live from the AVX Studios in downtown Birmingham. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. Advertise this time of year around 90 degrees, but we will exceed that over the next several days. 96 this afternoon in the partly cloudy skies. Fair skies overnight tonight, the overnight low near 72. Then for tomorrow, plenty of sun, the afternoon high, 97 degrees. Meteorologist Bill Murray on Tide 100.9. It's 94 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Roll Tide. The best sports talk, period. Your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9. And streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. You know, you get in the business and you start doing radio and all of a sudden you begin to run into these guys behind the scenes that you maybe didn't really pay as much attention to when you were a player or uh, at times uh, didn't realize the importance of uh, the guys behind the scenes, what they're doing, how they make things work and make it happen. And I was actually talking with Tom Stipe recently at a game. I said, man, how do you get y'all's broadcast to sound so clear and you sound like you're in studio you're using kind of remote uh type uh, stuff and he talked about some of the old microphones he's like i'm never going to give them up i love them you can't find them anymore you know this type right. of thing and some other things and probably some uh, little secrets that he may not ever reveal but um he is a legend uh in, in the broadcasting business and a lot of alabama fans know him as the guy behind the scenes behind the voice of alabama football basketball i mean all the different sports that he is involved in and uh what a pleasure to have tom stipe on with us today and talk about Something I didn't know either. 20 years. Uh, is that right? Helping out with the U.S. You said that? 20 yeah. years? US is, that right? is that right, Tom? How long have you been doing it? It is right. I, I've done um, I've done 20 out, or 21 out of 22. The only U.S. Open that I have missed since I'm involved in international broadcasting, the, uh, the U.S. Open after 9-11. Uh, most of the foreign broadcasters did not show up. Um, uh, and... Um, so we didn't have uh, the same show that we normally have. But yeah, I've been doing it a while. Hey, guys. Hello. Hey, Tom. I uh, appreciate you joining us. You want to explain how long it took you to get back from Boston? Or you just want to skip that? Uh, yeah, let's talk about air travel. Let's talk about it. I had a, okay, um, let's do. I had a, I had a 5.45 a.m. flight trying to get home, and uh, it was canceled. I was on a 10 a.m. flight 
we got to the tarmac, ready to go. The pilot uh, said, "We have a mechanical." We go back to the uh, go back to uh, Logan Airport, unload the plane, sit there and wait and wait and wait. Finally, leave uh, my connections through through LaGuardia, and uh, of course, I missed that. Every flight these days is hard sold out; they're oversold. So I literally had to wait in the airport until the 8 p.m. nonstop to Birmingham, which I love when it, when it works, um, mm-hmm. to get home. But it was delayed. It was delayed like three times. I didn't get back till after midnight. It was a a crazy day of travel. But uh, I think that's uh, pretty common everywhere these days. But um, Jay, have I ever thanked you for mm-hmm. being so involved in getting me my first championship ring? I appreciate that. <laughs> you're you're so welcome. It was, uh, man. I, I tell you what, what a year! I can't believe we're celebrating our 30th anniversary oh, this my. year. Crazy. I know that well, makes I, me feel I, I, so dang yeah. old. <laughs> Fill a guy in. How, how did Jay help you get? I guess we're talking '92. Mm-hmm. How do you? Help we're talking '92. You know, there's a list, and I think I'm probably the last guy on it. Sort of like the. Uh, 10th man on an, an NBA roster. He still makes some, you know, $10 million a minute. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I, I, I get rings when we win, and I'm very grateful for that. And uh, the first one I ever received was the 92 team, quarterback by number seven. And um, um, I'm thrilled with that one because, A, it's my first, and, B, it is of a size that you could actually wear. Um because these days are about the size of uh, Toyota hubcaps. Yeah, there's nothing that looks any stupider than a guy like me wearing a ring like that, but I'm very happy to have them uh, in a collection, uh, hermetically sealed in a, in a vault somewhere. But, uh, yeah, so uh, thank you for that. And, Matthew, it's uh, Definitely. it's been a minute, but we've been on the radio together a time or two. Oh, uh, yeah, we have. You you produced, uh, I called an Alabama basketball game many years ago, and you were right there beside me. I remember being nervous and you actually having to call calm me down because I was on the Alabama network. Yeah, but, yeah that's a big uh, deal. I mean, you know, and talk, I was actually talking uh, about the Big 1230, man. We were playing the hit at one that. point. Oh, uh, he <laughs> was not much you can board. say about it. <laughs> what was that? That's there are a lot of stories oh, to tell, and you 15? probably shouldn't. No, the 15th uh, Street School of Broadcasting. It was Burt Bank. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, at one That's time, right. uh, Tom was on air, Baird, Dave Baird, James Spann, and me. I think. Yeah, I heard Spann's voice on? giving the temperature. We, that, that just takes me yeah. back. It's <laughs> 70. And Jay was three years old. You remember of course, we would. But that's, uh, yeah. <laughs> right. Remember? remember I, we I, would I still can't believe recently James said, is passing by Wesley's booby trap. Yeah, he did. <laughs> Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. It is a North Alabama landmark. (laughs) It is. Yeah. Uh, It's right across from Leo. There's probably more to that story than we want to tell, too, but I won't go there. You know, I remember, Tom, we would go out, uh, and, you know, we'd be hanging out like college. We were all in college. We were going. We were college college. kids. Uh, That's right. Yes, running radio stations. But uh, something would happen like there'd be – Four or five raindrops, Span would leave. <laughs> he would immediately James, go back. James just starts shaking, man. He, he, gets... he was obsessed. It was it oh. was uh, it was almost scary at really? times. 
Oh yeah. I think that all what, started with 18, the, uh, the Brent. Yeah, I think that all started with the Brent tornado, and he really got interested. He was a ham operator, and he used to ride around chasing storms. I did a little bit with him too, but uh, I wasn't quite as obsessed as he was. But um, he uh, he made quite a career for himself, and he's really really good. As any of us who worked with him oh. back in the day knew that he would be. Uh, but uh, yeah. He's 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 my go-to. If if there's something going on, I'm going to watch James. Absolutely. Hey, when when you look at it now, compared to when you first started and and doing the broadcast for the football games, the basketball games, and just the technology, how different is it now? Thirty years later, even after that '92 championship, and and and, and just how things are run and and setting it up and all that. I mean, kind of walk us through that because it's so different for us just over the last. 20 or 30 years just in broadcast, just in, in radio? Well, when I started, um, we were still using analog phone lines. I hate to say that. It makes me sound like I'm a thousand years old instead of a hundred, but um, uh, we were still using, using a Marty. <laughs> <laughs> well, you and I did that many times. <laughs> yeah, we did. Yeah, but, yeah, but um, we used analog phone lines. I mean, it was and it was a much smaller show. It was shorter. I mean, I think the first Alabama game that I ever did was a 15-minute pregame. And frankly, if you turn the dial right now, you'll probably find our pregame for the opener. We're priority on the air. Um, I mean, it's it's just a big show with multiple locations. Um, for an app, for a normal conference home game, will be. Uh, We'll have a setup outside. We'll have a setup at a local restaurant. We'll have another one in post game, and then of course in the booth and in the locker room. So we're all over the place, and it's just a. Uh, you could call it a circus. You could call it a comedy of errors. It depends what day you listen. But uh, we try to, <laughs> we try to do a really good show, and I think uh, it comes across that while we uh, we try to play it journalistically, sort of down the middle. We're all Bama people, for goodness sakes. And uh, we want Alabama to win, and um, uh, that's just the way it is. But um, it has been a, a remarkable blessing to be able to follow my school around as long as I have doing this and cheer for my team secretly, of course, as I sit in the press box and uh, be around my heroes because, um, my goodness, I shared the booth with uh, with Kenny Stabler for many years, and um I remember running around in my front yard trying to throw a ball left handed. So that shows you uh, how far back I go. Maybe yeah, I should have. That would have helped. First time <laughs> the press box, Alabama scored. And I go, yes! Yeah. And everybody turned around and looked at me and I went, what's wrong? They're like, you can't do that. No <laughs> cheering in the press box. Please. Well, we have the advantage of being able to close the door. You know, we're in, we're in our own little world, so we do. That's and, true. Uh, yeah. Uh, Tom Roberts and I got uh, editorialized in the, uh, what is the name of the paper in Fayetteville, Arkansas? The Hog Gazette. We we beat the Hogs in basketball. Uh, there's an back Arkansas there. Gazette. Yeah, so, yeah, I think that is it, actually, the Arkansas Gazette. And um, Tom Roberts and Eli and I, back in those basketball days, we were, you know, it was, it was those great teams with uh, Wimp and Sprewell and Ori versus Oliver Miller and Todd Day and Nolan versus Wimp and we got a win and we were so excited and some uh, pig hat wearing sports writer wrote an editorial about us 
cheering on the uh, on the sidelines. So we're in trouble in Arkansas. I can live with that. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, like uh, like they weren't doing the same thing, you know. <laughs> Uh, we have just <laughs> no, taken never. a trip down radio memory lane here. Can you hang for a while? Yeah, this is why you called me today, break. right? <laughs> uh, I called you, yeah. And we're 15 minutes in. We hadn't even brought up the U.S. Open. All right, let's talk I'm about not well, sure let me tell you about you the U.S. Open. Do international <laughs> let me, broadcast? Let me, yeah. Let me, let me tell you about the U.S. Open. <clears throat> Bostonians know nothing about summer. That's what I got to say. <clears throat> the high temperature in Boston Sunday, Championship Sunday, was 55 degrees. And it was magnificent, but it was so weird. And uh, at uh, quarter to two in the morning when I got back to Birmingham, uh, it hit me in the face like a ton of bricks. What do I do? <laughs> you, uh, you guys sit at home and listen and watch uh, the great guys at NBC. Uh, do the U.S. Open, and um, they are just one country that televises the U.S. Open. I will, I can explain it this way: everything else is me that you hear. So, um, the USGA actually packages what is called a world feed, uh, and that show in in ten different versions goes to every uh, country across the globe. Uh, if you've ever watched the gratuitous Super Bowl shot. Where they show the um, the broadcasters from every country sitting there doing play by play of the Super Bowl, yeah, uh, that sort of thing plays out in at all major sporting events, and and that's what I do. I build all that and uh, do audio. Let's, for the, talk, let's talk for about the, more uh, of that. We're up against a break. We're gonna. We, you mind holding over one more segment? Uh, I'll, yeah, absolutely. Okay, we wasted awesome. it all. We'll do that in uh, radio. We'll... No, no. <laughs> exactly. Now this we from get Carrie's to- Corner. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, we'll, we'll do that. Tom Stein is with us right now, and uh, we'll continue with us on the other side. Stay with us. We're live from AVX. You're listening to The Jay Barker Show, live from the AVX studios in downtown Birmingham. One in seven men will face prostate cancer. Nearly 500 new cases are diagnosed every day in the U.S. Traditional treatments can cause erectile dysfunction and urinary incontinence. But now there's a new option, high-intensity focused ultrasound, or HIFU. Men who are really looking for an option that really preserves their urinary and sexual function are great candidates for high food treatment. Preserve your quality of life. Call 866-4-VITURO or visit VITUROHealth.com. Hi, it's Jay Barker for AVX, Audio Video Excellence. They are the premier provider for custom audiovisual design and installation in the Southeast. AVX seeks excellence in everything it does, including a superior employee experience. AVX offers employees an industry-leading salary, insurance benefits, and 401k options. AVX technicians also receive the highest level of certification and continue training, making it one of the most awarded and decorated companies in the industry. Career opportunities are available now for technicians in Birmingham and Santa Rosa Beach, Florida. Join the AVX team by contacting them at avxinc.com. 
Gary Burley here for Williford Chiropractic and Wellness. As a 10-year National Football League veteran, you can imagine my surprise being diagnosed with cancer and starting chemotherapy treatment back in 2014. I suffered from a lot of pain and offered up prayer during those days as I made it into remission. But I developed neuropathy. Anyone that suffers from this condition knows the pain is excruciating. Nerve numbness and tingling along the tissue that won't heal. I tried everything for relief, folks, until my wife suggested I call Dr. Williford of Williford Chiropractic and wellness. I called 205-909-7373 and scheduled an appointment. After three treatments, I began experiencing relief that I haven't had in years. If you're suffering from neuropathy, I suggest you reach out to Dr. Williford and his great staff at WillifordChiropracticAndWellness.com. Williford Chiropractic and Wellness. Give them a call at 205-909-7373. Balance your brain. Balance your life. Hi, it's Jay Barker. I want to tell you about my good friends Craig and Keith at Birmingham Broker. Go online at bhambroker.com. That's bhambroker.com or 205-716-1269. Got seven kids, man, and we had to sell a lot of cars. And these guys are looking for a lot of inventory. They helped us with all the hassle. No stress for us. They did the process as far as the sales and everything. Handled it all the way through. White glove type service. You'll love it. Again, it's bhambroker.com. Sell your car through bhambroker.com or 205-716-1269. Hi, it's Jay Barker for Siebel's in downtown Homewood, and now's the time to get your special place ready. Come in and let Siebel's design your porch with Kingsley Bait Outdoor Furniture and one of their custom swinging beds. For the great room, you're going to need their Carson Swivel Recliner. Siebel's is the number one Carson Recliner dealer in the country. And Sarah and I, we've got one, and we absolutely love it. Be sure also to check out their famous custom-made beds and bunk beds built by Siebel's and made up with some of their best linens in town. Their staff can truly put your bed together like no other store. You can also follow Siebel's and shop on Instagram and Facebook. And be sure to call or go by their special store in downtown Homewood. The number is 800-448-1962. That's 800-448-1962. And just for listening, go to Siebel'sCottage.com and order anything you want and type in Jay Barker for a special discount code. That's Jay Barker for a special discount code available only to our listeners for a limited time on The Jay Barker Show. Siebel's in downtown Homewood or online at Siebel'sCottage.com. It's Antonio Langham here to tell you about the easiest way to buy your tickets to your next high school game. Have you ever had to wait in line to buy a high school ticket or stop to get cash on the way to the game? There has to be a better way. There he is. It's called GoFan. Check out GoFan.co the next time you need a ticket for your high school game. GoFan is easy, fast, and completely secure. You can buy tickets directly from your phone and just show the ticket at the gate. Download the GoFan app or visit GoFan.co now. That's C. Trust us since 1993, DTPM, your local and total solution provider that provides a comprehensive array of diagnostic lab testing equipment, supplies, and services. Visit their website at DTPM.com to learn more. That's DTPM.com, a leading provider of turnkey laboratory solutions currently servicing customers in 47 states and growing. They remain local or national in scope and local in service. And if you look for laboratory service setups, DTPM is your partner. That's DTPM.com to learn more. DTPM.com to learn more. 
Tom Stipe is our guest. He was at the U.S. Open for the 20th time uh, doing his audio magic. Have you got a favorite over those 20 years? Yeah, I do, Matt. Um, and it wasn't even a U.S. Open. It actually goes back to uh, the year 2000. This was uh, Valhalla. It was the PGA Championship, which I've worked uh, not as consistently, but numerous times. You remember uh, Tiger Woods and Bob May on the on 18. Um, oh, yeah. So in that tournament, uh, I think it was Thursday or Friday, um, sometimes the media center is right next to the broadcast compound, and it, at Valhalla it was. Uh, this was the year that uh, Tiger Woods played with Jack Nicklaus Thursday and Friday. It was Jack's last year to qualify. So Tiger was doing all of the deferential things and letting Jack walk up uh, on 18 uh, <clears throat> by himself and take that final PGA championship bow. <clears throat> but um, uh, that was cool. That was a, that was a cool moment. But uh, for some reason, we were off the air earlier than normal. Uh, it seems like we're always on the air these days. And um, about the time Tiger finished, I was able to uh, step next door, literally, to the media center and watch his post-match press conference. And as I sat there, it became very obvious that Tiger was not going back to the hotel. He was going back to work. I mean, he had... He had the kind of he had the combination of, of talent and work ethic that very few athletes have ever had, and you can name them on on one hand really. But um, so I thought, okay, well I'm going to walk down to the driving range and see if he's there. So I walked down, and sure enough, there's Tiger and his then swing coach Butch Harmon uh, hitting balls, and it's me and a then CBS cameraman. I guess it's still CBS for that tournament. And Jim Nance was sitting there. And we sat there quiet as church mice, uh, 10, 15 uh, yards behind him, watching every shot till well, well after dark. And what that guy could do with a golf club was just unbelievable. And finally, he turns around and acknowledges us. Now, at, um, at this tournament, I had I had already been to the merchandise tent and purchased a uh, um, uh, commissioned piece of art uh, commemorating the tournament. It was a Leroy Neiman painting of Tiger uh, in the red shirt on 18. And Leroy was there signing it, so I got him to sign it for me. And my media credential, one of those big old things that hangs around your neck, was that same piece of art, and I got Tiger to sign that when he was through. And uh, wow. those are framed together uh, in my um, playroom right now. Uh, that that's my best that's my best golf story. He didn't come over there and say, "Hey, Tom, why don't you introduce me to your friend?" <laughs> you know, he came over and he acknowledged <laughs> oh. the fact that we had, you know, we were all we were all just sitting there mesmerized by the work that was being done and and the process, as you would say, that, uh, that he goes through. And he did come over and acknowledge us and, and thanked us for, you know, not bothering him. And and clearly, if Nance had not been there, we'd have been thrown out. But um, huh. uh, Jim Jim is, is, is somebody, and uh, that didn't happen. But we were very respectful. I mean, we were just golf guys watching him, watching the best mm -hmm. 
or second best, depending on your perspective, to ever do it, do it. And um, he acknowledged that and uh, came over and said hello. And that's when I did what I never do, got him to sign something for me. And um, that is a cherished possession, i got to tell you. Now, you've also done U.S. Open tennis, right? What's Flushing Meadows like? You know what? Um, If you dropped out of a helicopter blindfolded, and landed in Flushing Meadows, you would never in your wildest imagination think that you were in Queens, New York. It is um, quite the scene. I mean, it is a New York happening, but it's spit-polished. The venue is gorgeous. The tennis is world-class, and it is just a New York party scene from the first ball to the last. And um, it reminds me a little bit of, uh, I mean, Augusta National is like that, where even the stuff you don't see on TV is just magnificently maintained, painted, spit-polished, you know, all of that. And and Flushing Meadows is a lot like that. They take their tennis seriously there. It's a great event, and the, the venue is just great. They have the, the greatest chefs in New York all have food out there, and it's there's live music, and there's all of us broadcasters running around doing shows everywhere. And, uh, it's quite the event. And, um, uh, yeah, I'm the producer of U S open radio on America by, uh, sponsored by American express. I have to say it all right. Um, and I've done that for several years now and, uh, uh, literally commute from New York for the first two Bama games every year, which is kind of cool. If I have a day like yesterday, it's not going to be good though. <laughs> <laughs> You get that private jet going. Yeah. Uh, yeah, right. That's kind of thing hey. quarterbacks do, man, not broadcasters. <laughs> yeah. Hey, uh, well, get in your boat and go uh, have a an adult libation. Enjoy your uh, your time I'm off. Yeah. Time back from Boston. Uh, well, you know, you're I'm a dear actually friend, in a boat Tom, right. Uh, I'm in a boat uh, right now. See. How'd you know? Now, see, yeah. how... Uh, how much has water? things changed? You can you can do a show from your boat. Um, Isn't that great? Is, uh, Except I'm not here for yeah. fun. There's a long list of things that I'm supposed to do, and fixing the jet skis oh. is number one on the list before the fourth. <laughs> so, welcome to my we life. We should all have such woe. <laughs> oh, Tom, bless your heart. Happen to fix your jet ski. <laughs> I love you, man. Thank I hear you. Tom, I hear you, Matthew. I hear you. <laughs> All right. I'll see you. I'll see you, Tom. Tom, thank you. Thank you. All right. What a, what a uh, gem for uh, Alabama's broadcasting and for the U.S. Open tennis, uh, golf. Uh, he's done world championships, Super Bowls, uh, been a part of so many great moments in sports. Tom Stipe, what a, what a jewel. All right. We'll continue. We'll wrap up hour number two. Coming up next, stay with us live from AVX. Listening to the Jay Barker Show live from the AVX Studios in downtown Birmingham. Want to know what's going on with the Crimson Tide? Download the Tide 100.9 app today. Score! Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. 
much ice this time of year around 90 degrees, but we will exceed that over the next several days. 96 this afternoon under partly cloudy skies. Fair skies overnight tonight. The overnight low near 72. And for tomorrow, plenty of sun. The afternoon high, 97 degrees. I'm meteorologist Bill Murray on Tide 100.9. It's 94 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Welcome back in, and uh, you hear us talk about a lot of our great sponsors. But I'm going to let Matt talk about this one, Rock and Roll Sushi, who has been great to us. And I know a lot of you enjoy going out and enjoying the uh, really just amplified dining experience you'll get at Rock and Roll Sushi. But, Matt, I know you and Karen love going out in the family. We do, but this last experience, um, my granddaughter, Ella Grace, had her dance recital downtown. This is a civic center, that little children's theater. And, it, God, it's precious doesn't describe, you know. You've got daughters. Okay. When they do that kind of stuff, it's... Mm-hmm. So it's afterwards, I said, do y'all like sushi? And she and her brother Cole went, no. Uh, but my grand, eldest grandson and my daughter love it. So we went. And, and here's the key. You order off the hibachi. If you're not a sushi fan, order the hibachi steak, chicken, shrimp, or even lobster. Um, for those of you that, you know... if. Not everybody's a sushi fan, mm-hmm. but they have other items on their menu that will satisfy your hunger and then some. And uh, it was just cool. And, and you will experience this. In, Which in, one y'all go to? The Hoover? We, I always go to the one in Hoover just because yeah. it's just... Right there by you. By yeah. the way... And I, the I, one downtown I, and plus is beautiful. I, yes. Plus, I, I know the people there. Yeah. And they actually know what I'm going to order. But um, what... I think I can say this without hesitation... They still need help. Mm-hmm. So if, if you're looking for a job, they pay very, very well. Um, and all the sushi you can eat. No, I'm just kidding. I don't, I don't know if that's true <laughs> or not. But um, it, it's a Probably great so. place. And uh, Yeah, I would think so. Yeah. But um, we go, and you know how it is. You'll know this in the in the very near future or near future. To sit there with your grandkids and, and just sit there and have fun and talk. And It's like you were talking about earlier this week. To have conversations with your children now as opposed to 25 years ago, mm-hmm. it's it's light years apart. It is, yeah. Uh, and as I told you all the other day, my son came and picked me up at midnight yeah. to go, go get a beer on Father's, Father's Day. Day. Uh, and then, you know, he might have been doing that 10 years ago. I sure as heck <laughs> hope not. Uh, but, uh, but who was, was he uh, picking up? <laughs> I don't he knew better than to call me. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, uh, rock and roll sushi. I go to the one in Hoover. The one in Hoover is the largest by volume in all 51. All 51, yep. The biggest. And I don't know how they do it. Uh, the one downtown is, is if you haven't, if you want to try, if you've been to the other locations, you got one in Trustful, Hoover, Tuscaloosa. Uh, I know they're adding tons of them throughout the area. Um, the, the one downtown, though, I think it's Fifth Avenue South and, and, and uh, Richard Arrington. I'm almost positive. Um, and... I mean, it, it is just a great uh, venue. They, they're actually doing really, really well. They were worried about the location at first, but now they get so much business from UAB and catering and all that type of stuff. So they're, they're looking for help as well. So uh, really good stuff. Rock and roll sushi. Again, it's an experience like none other when it comes to sushi. You'll love it. And, again, it's a dynamic atmosphere, and they call it uh, just, uh, you know, with all, the, the menus are actually – the album uh, cover. Album cover. Yeah. They're vinyl, uh, which is really, really cool. 
Love that. Um, yeah, and they all, they're they always playing rock and roll videos, like the MTV, and um, really good place and great, great service, too. So that always counts for a lot. Um, Jay, Auburn, Arkansas, are you going to pull for my little piggies tonight? Uh, you know what? I, I pull for in-state, and I know that makes people okay, mad. That's okay. Yeah, and I, I've done that before with basketball and gotten a lot of hate mail from uh, – or hate – Hate messages from Alabama fans. I'm like, look, I, 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 it, there are in-state teams, so I'm, I'm going to pull for the in-state team. And uh, they're like, we should pull for anybody against Auburn. Uh, uh, all right. Jay, I bet I've told you this when we were doing a show 15, 16 years ago and probably told you when you were playing. The people that have the best perspective on this rivalry are the ones that are on the field. Players, yep. They have so much respect for their opponent. Uh, there's no hate. That's why the one thing that I have always loved about the Alabama-Auburn game, now, and this isn't a true in, in a blanket fashion, but you don't see late hits. You don't see – Yeah, there may be a little mouthing going on. I, I'm sure there is. You have the hardest hits, but not uh, late hits. But not late yeah. hits. And, and you, you don't – rarely do you see scuffles. And, and when it's over, y'all go – you pray together. Yeah, that, that great that thing was, that Wade yeah. Anchison. Yeah, that, that, yeah. That, that, yeah. that just to me that epitomizes the let's knock the yeah. you know what out yeah. of each other yeah. for sixty minutes. Well, and Stan and I, I think we spent two uh, Saturday nights after the game at uh, St. Vincent's together. After and one was injury to his my, my shoulder, his chin. You remember he got, when he got his oh, chin got, busted? Yeah, Byron Holbrook yeah. was that the guy and, that hit him? I think it was. That was like ninety one, and then the next year or two years later, ninety three. He heard his, uh, he had tore his MCL and I tore my ACL, so we're, he had the, oh. he had the better of the injuries. But uh, but we we've been friends for thirty five. We, we knew each other in high school. Yeah, played baseball and basketball. We didn't play football against each other, and um, we had we had conversations. Our parents became close. The moms they did used to take his mom and my mom to Legion Field every year and do an article on them, take pictures and talk about what's it like to be the mom of the quarterbacks of Alabama and Auburn. Cool. And and then Patrick Nixon and I became good friends, became great friends with Frank Sanders. Frank was actually on my, my show for a while at Jocks. He'd come in on Mondays I and Fridays remember that. before he moved back to Arizona. Really really did a great job. And um and then so many other guys. Randy Campbell, known for you. I mean, like Randy was always been a really uh, great friend and a guy that I you can always reach out to and was willing to do anything. Uh Captain Crunch uh loved him. I mean he did what a what a Mike Cole. Yeah, Mike Cole. Golly. What a great man and uh, did so much with FCA. And stuff, um, and then you know Terry Bowden. My mom was his secretary at Sanford, so when he went there, I, I knew the entire coaching staff, knew Jimbo, all those guys that were there. So yeah, it, it's just different when you're in it and you're in the game and you're around all these relationships, and then people that you continue those relationships with for for the rest of your life, and and you know there's just nothing, um, you know that that you, so so you have a different feeling towards them and towards probably the, that university than than anything else, you know. And and then, and then Pat, that was awesome. Pat Sullivan. It was amazing. Um, he recruited me. I was very, very fortunate to get to know those people, particularly Pat Sullivan when we was coaching at UAB and I was traveling with him. Uh, man, we had some good talks. Uh, what an amazing man. And with all these people we've been mentioning, then there's a totally different category for Terry Henley. <laughs> <laughs> well, Terry's hee-haw. Oh, I love him. And he, he is – we've had him on my show for so many years, and um, – we get, we got to get him back in actually in the next couple of weeks. Uh, I love having him he's on. A phone call away. Become a great friend, and um, he he will do anything for anybody. Take the shirt off his back. He is a uh, and, and a great collector of things. Have you seen the warehouse he's got? It's unbelievable, and it's not like cards. It's 
old no, like, like golf signs. Old and, golf yeah. and uh, barber poles yeah. and yeah. Uh, little things of snuff. Um, <laughs> it, it's crazy. You talk about a great businessman there. Ooh. Oh, yeah. He's pretty smart. He's guy. Done, done a lot. But, um, he used to blow dry his hair at halftime. <laughs> and then, like, Charles, and Charles Barkley. I mean, Charles, Charles uh, has reached out to me. We, we talked to him on Father's Day. Um, Bo Jackson, every time I'm around him, we sit down and talk and have great conversations. I mean, it's just different. I mean, I, I think there's a lot of respect for the guys that you played against across the other Lyle. Hey, we got to get out of here. Thanks for joining us today. Thanks, Tom Stipe, all of our other guests. Have a great day. Hi, this is Wes McLoon.